So now we have our, lo our log lines. I hope each of you is working on yours. Continue to work on your log line. Uh, so now what? What do we do now? Well, what do we do now is we figure out what the story is. And there's a very easy way to do that. And that is by doing what I call follow the bouncing ball. But you're going to get up here and pitch tomorrow. You're going to tell us a story about a, somebody who does something. And what are they doing? They're transforming. They start one way and they end another way. Right. That is what the, the beat sheet is about. That is what the map I'm going to show you next is about. That's what the board is about. Heroes walk in one way, and they walk out another way. They walk in plus, they walk out minus. Uh, and that's what we're trying to track. The, the beat sheet, this thing I'm going to show you today, this board, this is the transformation machine. And that's all we're really interested in seeing. Your wonderful plot, your wonderful poster, that's just eye candy. That's just the diversion for the real thing we're following, the real thing we have our, the, the rail we keep our, our foot on in the dark in the movie theater is who this person is and how he's changing as we go. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, and guess what? It's easy. <laughs> it's becoming my new favorite idea. It's easy. Idea is easy, and the plot is easy. All you got to do is keep uh, keep telling yourself this. What is structure? Structure is how do we plot out the transformation? And in order to tell you that, I have come up with these 15 beats. Does everybody have their beat sheet? Just just like I want you to confine your log line to one or two sentences. There's a reason for that, which is be concise. Tell us, tell us what, your, what your story is about. In the same way, I have gotten uh, each of these 15 beats. There's a space here for maybe one or two sentences about what that particular beat is. Why? I'm trying to confine you to, to make sure that you are clear about what your beat is. If I see on somebody's beat sheet, break into act two, and they've written me a paragraph of all the things that are going on, no. In Star Wars, it's, I don't care about the Empire. I don't care about the Rebellion. I don't care about Han Solo. I don't care about anybody else. All I care about is Luke decides to get on Han Solo's ship and go with Alec Guinness on this adventure. Break into two. We're going. <laughs> and it's a proactive move on the part of the hero to do that. I'm following the bouncing ball. This is the matrix when, when Neo has to make the choice. Red or blue. Yes. That's it's not right. given to him. That's it's not right. forced on his throat. That's right. As I say in the book, you know, Luke Skywalker does not wake up on Han Solo's starship wondering how he got there. So each of these little beats is, is what I'd like you to be filling out in the course of this weekend to get you up here tomorrow afternoon to do your pitch. What are these things? I'll review them real quick. Um, opening image is kind of a snapshot of the world and the hero before this movie begins. It has a matching bookend, which is final image. Classic example is Sleepless in Seattle. We begin Sleepless in Seattle with Tom Hanks sit standing across from his son at the funeral of his wife. 
We're below ground. <laughs> Father and son aren't talking. Wife's dead. Tom will never date again. Final image. We're up on top of the Empire State Building. Tom is walking off into the sunset hand in hand with Meg Ryan. With his son, who now loves him dearly. What happened? Something. <coughs> We've gone from below ground, a grave, death, to Empire State Building. Look at the Bible. All great spiritual um, inter intersections occur on tops of mountains. Well, that's the modern civilization equivalent. Top of an Empire State Building. Makes perfect sense. But we've had a, the point of it is, is we've had a complete change. Something happened in the course of this movie. And your job as writers, especially today, that we're going to be working on those two points especially, um, is to make those things as opposite as possible. When I say push your hero all the way back, that's what I mean. Um, you know, I always cite uh, romancing the stone. Kathleen Turner is a successful romance novelist with a brilliant imagination, living in a penthouse apartment with one friend and a cat. That's who she is in the beginning of this movie. Well, it's, that's exactly right. If she was integrated at all into society, if she was dating, if she was any of these other things, it wouldn't be nearly as big an adventure when she goes off to the jungles of Colombia. It's huge for somebody like that. She actually... You know, so if you pitch me, well, she's dating and she's doing all these wonderful things, well, no. Push her all the way back. That's what I mean. Okay. So your job is to figure out how you can push your hero as far back as possible because that is all we're interested in is the transformation. And this is a way to kind of force it. And that's my other wonderful slogan for this class. Force it. This may not be the way it came out of your imagination. <laughs> You've always thought that the movie begins like this. Not necessarily. Change it to make the hero opposite. Okay. Number point number two. Theme stated. Someone will turn to the hero at about five pages into the story and say the theme of this movie. At the moment, the theme goes over the head of the hero. He has no idea what this person is talking about. In fact, that person may be actually be kind of annoying. Yeah. I'm sorry to have to do this. What? I just wanted to jump back and just ask the question. You bet. Could an object represent the opening image? And maybe the object being turned upside down represent the closing image? Sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't have to be, a, it could be anything to show vast change. Okay. That's all we're caring about. Okay. And it's actually your way as a writer to check the math. This is very much like a, a physics equation. We're trying to, you know... Good idea. Um, in my little movie, Blank Check, uh, when they are, this is a movie about a kid who gets a million dollars and goes on a spending spree. Page five, his brothers are kicking Preston out of his own room, and they turn to him and they say, he who has the gold makes the rules, Preston. Well, at that moment, Preston doesn't care what they're saying. The idea goes way over his head. He but guess what? Yeah. He just wants his in, room. In that moment, the scene just wants his room. Right. Yeah. Little does he know, that's what this adventure is going to be about. But as writers, we sort of stated it and set the table for what our movie's about in the, in the theme stated. And as Ann Lauer pointed out, which I called me up on the phone one day and brilliantly pointed out, you'll find often in the All is Lost and the Dark Night of the Soul, that theme is reiterated to the hero, oh, who now yeah. suddenly goes, ah, I get it. He may even say it himself. 
So these thematic things are what your movie is about. So we'll find what that is. Set up, first 10 pages. We meet everybody in the A story. Um, we set up uh, a world of deficiency. Six things that need fixing is something I talk about in the book. And the hero has these many de deficits. But it's not only deficits for the hero, it's deficits for his world. Blade Runner. Lonely, detective, no dates, <laughs> uh, down and out, trapped in Los Angeles when everyone has left the earth and gone off to, the, to in, live in outer space. The world, the system is broken, and so is he. And that's what we're setting up in the beginning. By the time he flies off with, uh, what's her name in the end? It's Sean Young. Sean Young. It's blue skies. It's a whole new world. We're going to go off and have a life now. Something's happened. Um, but part of what setup is is to set up deficit. And we'll talk about that more as we go. Catalyst, page 12. Suddenly, knock at the door. Call to adventure is what uh, um, Campbell, Jason Campbell calls it. Um, yeah. This is about something that happens to the hero. That's key. A telegram. Uh, he is fired. He catches his wife in bed with the, the plumber. Some new thing comes in. What this is really about is, again, just think about transformation. Just think about change. Very often, right before the catalyst moment, there is a wonderful thing that isn't in the book called stasis equals death. Mm. Stasis means things staying the same. Death means death. If things stay the same for this hero, he's going to die. Galaxy Quest, somebody mentioned as a favorite yeah. movie. Um, wonderful stasis equals death moment where we, we meet Tim Allen in the, in the setup. He is the star of a faux Star Trek series. Um, uh, everything's going great for him. And then he goes into the bathroom and he overhears <laughs> Comic-Con kids. Supposed, was it Comic Con or is his fans? It's his fans, quote unquote, okay. <coughs> dissing him. Oh, look at that old guy. Look at that. He doesn't even realize what an idiot he is. He is. So when he goes back out onto the floor, he now is in a bad mood. All of his, his uh, comrades are worried about him. But the point of that moment is clear. If things stay the same for him, he's going to die. And, and, and this moment often precedes the knock at the door. In. in, in um, um, Romancing the Stone. She puts her latest bestseller up on the shelf with all the other bestsellers, and she goes, <sighs> and we go, get out of there. Get out of there. You're going to die in there. But fortunately, in the next scene, the letter comes. Your sister's been kidnapped. Come help. Joan Wilder. John, John, John Wilder. John Wilder. So, <laughs> John Wilder. So, so the stasis or the death is right before that break into two. Right before the catalyst, it makes it. It, it becomes. It, it becomes the end of the equation. The the uh, the catalyst becomes the, the end of the equation to the stasis equals death. It's, it's a math formula. Yeah. It's really hard to have the answer without showing us how we got to the answer. Exactly right. And you see, I love stasis equals death. It's a wonderful. These are. It's it's, it's to show that change like is how, necessary. Like how, like how, like how, how bad is she? She's this bad. Oh, thank goodness something's going to come into her life that's going to get her up off yeah. out of. Right, that that thing. If, if you, I think if you don't show that, 
I think if you kind of beat around the bush. It, yes. It's going it, back to Star Wars. It's Luke not wanting to live on the farm. He wants to live. He wants to get away. And then, boom, here's your we, chance we, to get away. And you know what the stasis equals death moment there is? Watching twins setting suns. Yeah. And he goes, I'm never going to get off this yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like the next scene. Help me, Obi-Wan. Get over here, my yeah, hope. There you go. Yeah. Same with um, Wedding Crashers. He forgets the girl's name. And he's sitting on the steps of the Washington Monument with his buddy. And he says, you know what? I think we're too old to be doing this. And then, come to the last, one last wedding crash. The mother of all crashes. It's a key scene. It's a beautiful scene. I get chills. I get chills. Can I say my <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this congeniality where she's sitting there with the, the pint of ice cream and I think she's at the bar? Yeah, she's she's like, I just watched that last night. Yeah, she's like a tomboy and she's all surly and you know she's never going to get a boyfriend if she keeps on that path. There you go. Yeah, so she needs a beauty pageant. Yes. It's perfect. Yes. Okay. See, and that's, and that's why this stuff's so beautiful. It's like Save the Cat. Save the Cat is when we meet the hero for the first time and the hero does something nice. It's so much, so much of this stuff feels sort of artificial. <laughs> Let's get let's get that save the cat moment in there. Let's get that stasis sequence death moment in. There. Um, but when you do, it works and people love it. After the um, the call to adventure, the knock at the door, the telegram, we have debate. It wouldn't be any good unless we hesitated before we went. This is to, the point of this is to show that what we're about to embark upon is huge. Break in Act Two, we've talked about. Um, B story we'll talk about a little bit later, but just know for now that the B story is what I like to call the helper story. It helps the hero learn the lesson. Very often, most of the time, the B story is introduced for the first time after the break into two. So that character appears for the first time there. That's what B story is. It's the helper story. Helps the hero learn the lesson of, of this plot. And really, this is, and that's really the movie. The B story. I'll do this. A story equals plot. It equals the want of the hero. B story is the theme. And it's the need of the hero. The simple version is. Um, I'm a pitcher on a World Series baseball team, and I want to win the World Series. That's the plot. That's what we came to the movie for. But what, I, what do I need? I need a lesson in teamwork. I need to learn how to be less selfish. I need to, be, to learn how to be a team player. And that's secretly what the movie's really about. We're watching the story about a guy being on a baseball team, but really, what we're really watching is the transformation of someone from selfish to selfless. And that's where we usually find it in the B story. And that happened, turned out to be the theme of it.